Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Easttown podcast. My name is Clint, and here at Easttown, we want to always create a safe space where you can explore your spirituality and not feel judged in the process. Remember, you can find out more about Easttown at easttown.church or following us on Instagram or Facebook. Hope you enjoy this and have a great day. Well, good morning, Easttown. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Happy New Year. Uh, my name is Danielle Hawthorne, and again, I'm excited to be here with you. Um, at this point in the year, we're past the busyness of the Christmas season, and hopefully you've settled in, you're enjoying the new gifts or toys that you've received, and if you aren't, you've likely got the return receipt um, and are gonna be standing in line at some point to return them. Um, you've also likely reached your destination, eaten the food that you were hoping to enjoy on Christmas, spent time with loved ones, or spent some time reflecting um, over the last year. In any case, I'm excited to be here with you today. Um, you know, I wanted to come and join you today to hopefully help you set the tone for how we move into this new year. We are coming still out of what can be characterized as some of the toughest years many of us will see or experience in our lifetime. We spent the last few years talking about discussing living, some of us feeling the effects of COVID. And as we make plans to go into what is characterized as post-COVID, um, and we're making plans for resolutions and intentions and goals, I'm hoping to give you some tangible practices to move into that new year with something different, something new to help you ground into some new practices. Some of you may have heard um, my story about how START came to be. And for me, during COVID, I experienced something for the first time in my life. I had never, ever experienced anxiety um, or worry to the degree that I had. But like so many of you during COVID, um, I was worried about my family. I was worried about getting sick. I was worried as I was watching the disease spread, not only across our city and our state, but across our country, across the world. I was watching it impact so many people. I was watching lives being lost. I was watching people who were normally really healthy become sick um, and even pass away from this deadly disease. And the worry and anxiety that came with it was paralyzing. It was gripping, actually. Um, and the tools and practices that I had used to take care of myself were no longer effective. I remember being incredibly active physically. Working out was a daily part of my routine. And, you know, seeing a therapist was something that I did regularly just to, you know, stay in tip top shape. And those things became like mandatory, tangible things that I needed to do to just stay afloat. And over time, those things were no longer effective. And I found myself staying awake at night. I found myself becoming restless, fatigued, um, constantly worrying, asking questions, constantly scrolling social media in the news, and nothing seemed to ease that anxiety that I was feeling. When I was dating my husband, he introduced me to meditation and I really enjoyed it. It wasn't something that I had experienced before, but the practice of sitting in silence and thinking about things that brought me peace, like the beach or calm wind or being in the park was really, really nice. And so I went back to that tool during that time and I found that while it was nice, it still wasn't the thing that really helped me. 
Um, and so I continue to do it along with continuing to see my therapist and continuing to work out and eat healthy and some of the other things, but I still found myself really, really worried at night. Still couldn't sleep, still really anxious, still really restless, still really, really worried as I watched this disease rip through our world. Um, and then I listened to a podcast where I heard someone talk about how they paired their meditative practice with a spiritual practice. And it wasn't until they rooted and grounded in the word of God that they realized and saw some changes in their anxiety levels. And that's when I had the idea of meditating and pondering on scripture, my favorite scriptures, um, as a part of that meditative practice. And so what I began to do was when I began to feel really anxious and worried, I would certainly um, sit in that meditative practice but then I would also go to those scriptures that I had learned as a child and recite them daily. So in moments of fear, I would remember the scripture that told me that God hasn't given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. When I would waver in my trust, I would remember that I could trust in God and that he would be with me. I would lean on those scriptures that I had learned as a child to get me through in addition to meditating. Um, and those were the things that really helped me. And so as we got into 2022, um, I used that same practice of meditation and grounding in the truth of the word of God and scripture to put together start. Um, and you've heard us talk about it and some of you may have even joined us to really lead and guide us into what the fall was like for us. And it was so exciting to be a part of that. And so I'm coming today because I think as we get ready to go into the new year, you could really utilize the practice of start the way I have to really set the tone for what the new year could look like. But I wanted to take a couple steps back and really help you understand and lay the foundation for how start can help you in your life and where there is a biblical foundation for a practice like start to fit into your life. And so I wanted to start there. So first of all, I know what meditation means for folks who are Christians. And I know that like me, you may have thought when you first heard meditation that it's probably not biblical. It's probably something rooted in evil or something demonic. And I wanted to share with you what the definition of meditation is. So meditation is simply to think deeply or carefully about something, to ponder, to think deeply or focus one's minds for a period of time of silence for religious or spiritual purposes or as a method of relaxation. And so meditation is simply to ponder about something and you can really ponder about anything. Um, I'm choosing to utilize meditation as an option and resource to ponder about the word of God, to root and ground in truth. And for me, the truth is the word of God. And so for me, meditation is to ponder on scripture as a way to ground myself in truth. Um, and then I partner that with prayer. I partner that with prayer. So if prayer is talking to God, for me, meditation is listening to God. And when I bring those two things together, I get this really focused time of talking and listening to God and what he wants to say to me. The other thing I've learned is that during this time, I have been able to pull away from the busy. I don't know if you noticed this, but during COVID, the one thing that COVID did for all of us was that it slowed us down. 
It gave us time away from the crowds and the busyness of the day. It gave us silence. It gave us time with our loved ones that we hadn't had before because the busyness of our world dictated that we be in a number of different places all at once. And since we've kind of opened the world back up, I don't know if you've noticed this, but that busyness has started to creep back in. And for me, start and moments of meditation and prayer and silence and slowness has really given me the opportunity to once again, pull away from the crowds, from the busyness, from all the noise of the world to be in silence, to slow down, to push back against the noise of the world and say, Lord, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. I want focused, dedicated time to talk to you and to hear from you. Before the world has a chance to say what it's got to say to me, I want to start with you. So meditation, to ponder, to sit, prayer, to listen, to talk to God. But where is the place for that in the Bible? I know that that's what you're asking because that's the question I asked too. And interestingly enough, there is opportunities, there is places in the Bible where Jesus did that very thing. Jesus stepped away from the crowd six times during his ministry on earth, throughout his ministry to seek silence and to pray, at least six times that we know of. He stepped away in Luke four to fast and pray before beginning to prepare for his public ministry. He stepped away in Mark chapter six to recharge after sending the 12 disciples out to do ministry and to be with the people. He stepped away in Matthew 14 to grieve after learning about the death of John the Baptist after he had been beheaded. He stepped away again in Matthew 26 in the Garden of Gethsemane where he spent more than three hours in silence and prayer with God the Father before he went on to journey to the cross. We know that pulling away from the crowds to sit in silence is not only something that we need, but it's been modeled by Jesus as necessary for our day, as necessary to align ourselves and our intentions with Christ. So as we go and move into the new year, we can learn that Jesus stepped away from the busyness and from the crowds to sit in silence. He prayed. He connected with God and this kept him on mission and in alignment with his intentions and with God's plans and purpose for his life. And as we get ready to move into the new year and begin the task of setting intentions and resolutions and goals for this next year for our life, if we want to align ourselves with what God wants for us, we've got to be willing to do the same. We've got to be willing to pull away from the crowds to pull away from the busy, from the noise, from the chatter that the world will always have ready and available to, to pull and bring into our lives, to sit in silence, to ponder on the word of God, to make time to pray and talk to God, to hear what he has to say and to connect with him. And we have an opportunity where we do that here at Easttown through START. And it's a simple acronym that we came up with and it stands for surrender, where we acknowledge, Lord, not our will, but yours be done. 
where we take the time to surrender our intentions for our day, the first moments of our day and our week, and we hand them over to God in exchange for His plans and His intentions for our day, our week, and our life. And then we take the time to trust. Trust and believe that as we do that, as we surrender that to Him, that He will provide for our every need and that we don't have to worry. The Bible says to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in everything that you do, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. And then we take a moment to affirm and acknowledge. Affirm that because we were created by God in His image and in His likeness, that He will provide for our every need. He will not leave us. He will not fail us. We will not be without. He loves us. We are his children. And then the R simply stands for reflect. During our sermon series, we take a moment to reflect anything that God might be inviting us into or offering to us through the sermon that we were learning about the Sunday before. And we reflect on that offering and that invitation to join him in his work for our lives. And then finally, we take a moment to thank we thank him for his goodness. We thank him for being who he is in our lives. We thank him for being God. And it's just the simple pause, the simple moment, the simple opportunity to stop, to pull away from the crowd, to sit in silence, to start our day with focus and intention and something new and something different that we do on Monday mornings that sets the tone for not only our day and our week, but our life and our year. And I'll tell you, since I've been doing that, um, I have found so much more peace. I'll be honest and say, I still have moments of anxiety. I still have moments of worry, but what I have now that I didn't have before is a tool that I can use that helps me in the moment where before my mind would just race and my heart would race and my thoughts would race. When I take a moment to pull away from the crowd, to sit, to ponder on the word of God, to talk to God, to share with him about my anxieties, my fears, my worries, my doubts, I know that he hears me. I know that he listens and he responds. He responds to those fears. He responds to those worries with his truth and with his word. And I wanna invite you to do the same as you're building your intentions and your goals and your plans for your year, I want you to start with something different. Start with something new. Start with God first. We gather together on Monday mornings with a community of folks who wanna do this collectively. Um, and it's on Monday mornings at 7 a.m. And you're always welcome to join us. There's no formal commitment where you have to check in, where you have to turn on your camera. It's just an opportunity for you and God to get together. And you get to be a part of that. I wanna invite you to do it with me now. Just something really quick and really brief so that you get the idea of what start could look like and what it could feel like to surrender your day and your, your life and your intentions and your plans to God and watch him work in faith on your behalf. So let's give it a try now, shall we? All right. So I want to invite you to just place your feet in a comfortable position, flat on the floor, 
You're going to relax and rest your hands on your lap. You're going to release any tension in your shoulders and in your jaw and in your body. And close your eyes. And just breathe for a moment. Taking a couple deep breaths. And exhale. You're just going to start by surrendering. God, in this moment, we've all likely started the process of building the plans for our year. They've likely included plans to, to get fit, to get healthy, for new jobs, new careers, to pay off debt, to reconcile with family members or build new relationships, whatever they may be, Lord. But in this moment, we just wanna surrender all of those plans to you. We just wanna give them to you, Father God, in exchange for the plans that you have for us. Lord, we know that the plans that you have for us are good. And so we just wanna exchange the plans that we have for the plans that you have for us. And Lord God, we want to move in faith, trusting and believing that as we do that, Lord, you will provide for our every need and we don't need to worry. Your word tells us, Lord God, that if you provide for the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, that surely you will provide for us, Lord. So we surrender them, trusting and believing and moving in faith, Lord God, that you will meet and take care of our every need. we continue to breathe, we just affirm and acknowledge, Lord God, that you created us in your image and in your likeness. And your love for us knows no bounds. And we thank you, Lord God, that you are with us. We just continue to reflect, Lord God, on the offerings and the invitations that you have for us. Lord, whether it is to love the neighbor next door to us, to invite the parent on our child's soccer team or baseball team to church with us, whether it's to speak to the person in our office that we've been avoiding, whatever it is you've been nudging us to do, Lord, we reflect on that and we sit with that invitation. We pray, Lord God, that you would just continue to Invite us into the incredible work that you are doing in our lives. And finally, God, we thank you. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, Jesus. We thank you for the ability to see this new year, this new day, and this new opportunity. And Lord, we don't take for granted anything that you've given us, but we count it all joy, Lord Jesus, to be able to join you in the work that you are doing in our lives and in the lives of the people around us. It's in your name we pray, amen. And as you come out of this brief practice, 
I want to invite you to just continue to take a couple deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. In through your nose, out through your mouth. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes and rejoin the room. It's just as simple as that. Once again, it's just pulling away, getting silent spending some time talking to God and allowing yourself the opportunity to hear from him as well. Again, whether you decide to join us on Monday mornings or not, the invitation is there. And as you make plans for this new year, my invitation and offering and hope for you is that you will pattern and follow the footsteps of Jesus, that you'll pull away from the crowd, that you'll find moments and opportunities to sit in silence, to not only spend time talking to God, but to hear from him as well. Thank you for joining me today. Have a wonderful afternoon and happy new year.